This is Work From Home, the show that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry, and today we spoke again with Ingrid Odegaard, who is the founder of Whereby.com. Whereby is the video conferencing platform that we use as a team to communicate remotely. And they've put together a survey of 1,500 people, both employees and business owners in the UK, about the future of remote work. And among a bunch of other things that we talk about, one of the main predictions is that employee well-being is actually going to soar as a result of working remotely. So people think they're actually going to be happier, which is awesome. So I started by just asking Ingrid what this survey was all about. So we uh, invest actually a great deal in trying to understand the future of work and how we need to adapt our product to that and how we can help people create the kind of work-life experience that they want. So it was in that context, we kind of um, saw a huge influx of new users and a lot of them were not really used to working remote, had not maybe used video conferencing as a big part of their workday before. And we thought it would be interesting to kind of see is this something that's going to stick or is it a fluke that's going to be over in August? Um, so we de- decided to survey a large group of users and ask them some questions about the future. And I think the, the interesting thing is that it seems like it will have a lasting impact. Um, we, we asked two categories. Um, so we first asked the business owners and decision makers, um, executives, and then the employees to see if there were discrepancies in, in, in their opinions. And some things were actually quite aligned. I think more than uh, half of the business owners felt like productivity had actually increased uh, during the pandemic. And also the employees, uh, more than half of those, felt like they were working more hours during the pandemic. And that's also with a lot of people having to have kids at home. I had that myself. Um, So basically me and my partner were taking turns having meetings and watching uh, our kid. And I think that's where you really see the flexibility and the value of that. And I think my main message to companies is that flexible work gives your company or organization a much better resilience and reduces the vulnerability in the face of all kinds of crises. Here in Norway, we're used to a lot of bad weather. Like there can be a snow day when nobody gets to the office. It can be trains not running. So the ability that your organization can keep functioning, even when people are not able to physically gather and physically come to the office, I think is going to be crucial going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And we're sort of talking about kind of working more than before, which is something that I've experienced and I think a lot of people have experienced, which has been quite a kind of quite a stressful time in many ways. The study also hints at this idea that 53% of employees feel that their mental well-being has improved due to working from home. So yeah, I guess like I'd love if you could speak to that a little bit because there's sort of this this sort of balance of like we're working more but we feel less stressed. I don't know. How does that how does that work? Yeah, I think it it's really about control of your own workday and allowing you to adapt your schedule to your needs and especially for parents and also you get more time uh, because you don't have to travel and I know commuting in in London for example is a nightmare but even here in Oslo I spend half an hour every day going to and from the office and that's one hour more that I can use to think spend time with my kids and drink coffee yeah exactly (laughs) so I think it kind of Uh, reducing stress is something that I care a lot about and we have kind of built into our vision as a company as well. We want to be a tool that helps people focus 
and stay in touch and get work done, but also giving them more flexibility in their life by, by decoupling work from location in a way, allowing you to work remotely from anywhere and reducing the dependency on all uh, knowledge jobs having to be inside the big cities. And I think for families and, and young people as well who are trying to maybe buy a house, it can give them a lot of economic or better quality of life as well. One of the other sections of the of the report kind of talks about the video call experience. Um, and one stat that, that I think we touched on, but I'm, I find really interesting is that 66% of employees feel that they display a different persona on video calls to how they act in the office. Why do you think that is and how does that play out? It can be both positive or negative. I haven't talked to enough users to really understand it, but uh, that's something that we'll dive into. But I think it could be that you're either more confident that we kind of it shakes up some of the office dynamics and you feel like you get more space in a conversation or that you spend time talking to the people you want to talk to and not so much to the people you don't like or get along with. Um, maybe you have some very dominant people in the office. So, so that could also uh, contribute to the mental well-being, actually. But it could be also that for more introverted people that they kind of disappear a little bit. Um, so for managers, it's really important to do regular check-ins with people and just ask them, hey, how's it going? Are you okay? Anything I can help you with? And also have some time in meetings uh, for just small talk to keep kind of the social relationships and the coffee machine chatter alive. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something I struggle with. I, um, you know, because I'm, I'm busy, I'm sort of the founder of this small agency. But so I find that I'm in a lot of meetings. So when I get into the meeting, I'm like, cool, well, let's get the thing that we need to do and then discuss that and then get up. But I, I am constantly reminded that it's really important to, for me too, it's not just for like the people I'm dealing with. It's for, you know, I want to have a relationship with these people too. And so it's really important to, to, to not just get down to business. Maybe good to even schedule some time just for that. Like on our team, uh, we have uh, every Friday, we have a, what we call a Friday. Um, so we just get on a call and uh, talk about a topic totally non-related to work. It could be like the weirdest food you've eaten or where would you want to live if you could choose any country. Just really fun topics uh, to kind of end the, end the week on a social, uh, social notice. And yeah, I love that. It's awesome. I think... There are some interesting things around what's going to happen to the office space real estate market because uh, the survey actually showed that more than 80% of business owners were considering changing their work practices, which I think is really good and can give workers kind of more flexibility on a permanent basis, uh, which they also want. But 65% um, of the business owners also said that they were considering downsizing their office space as a result of this so i think it will be interesting to see now if we get a more widespread culture of um, having like free seating policies and and more office spaces downtown being uh, put up for let uh, and maybe even a reduction in in new projects being built because th there's so much availability in the existing uh, office space uh, pool yeah, it's super interesting, and I, I like. Yeah, I'm not a futurist. I would love to know what ha what 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 situation will look like in 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 a few years' time because I think it's going to change dramatically. I mean, even we've mentioned this in a previous episode, but even some of the huge traditional businesses that you would never think would adopt this kind of practice, like the banks in the UK. So RBS and Barclays have been talking about the fact that they are now going to offer permanent remote access if they, if if certain employees want it. 
which is a, a seg- sector of the of the world I thought would never kind of adopt that kind of practice. So it's I feel like this is going to be a wholesale change for everyone. And I guess it also um, puts more importance on people having good broadband connections uh, into their home. Uh, like I'm personally looking forward to getting fiber in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, here in Norway, we have very widespread broadband coverage. I hear and I'm I'm incredibly jealous. Yeah. But it's uh, it has to be like a conscious decision. And I know that uh, in some especially bigger cities, people are really struggling uh, when working from home to have good quality on video calls because of that. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Thanks again to Ingrid. You can find more information about Whereby at whereby.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button in whatever app you're using. And hey, while you're at it, why not leave us a five-star review? That'd be amazing. Really appreciate it. All right, that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening.